what I want to share is what God's been showing me for the last month or so. And it started when we were teaching on the Bride of Christ. And it just carried over into Dr. Mill's message on um, tithing and relationship. And that's what I want to talk about, is what he showed me regarding that. Jesus is our husband. He is our husband in every sense of the word. He is our husband. He is our, we are his bride. And so when you get married, well, actually when you start dating someone, you are so full of love. You are so full of, you just constantly just speaking words of love, speaking words of just blessing on them, that as you go, as you get married, it seems to stop. And it seems to just, you're not pursuing that love anymore. You're just going about your day. And I want to talk about pursuing the love. Because we get so caught up, we just... We just think it's, I love you, and, and that's all you say. But is that enough for you? Because it's not enough for me. I don't want to just hear that, my, that somebody loves me. I want them to show it. I want them to tell me. I want them to hear it all the time. I used to be an incredibly negative person. Everything was negative. I focused on everything wrong in my life. And God began to do a work. Philippians 4.18. Let's just go there. Not it. <laughs> um, maybe it's four eight. Maybe I said it wrong. Yes. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So I began to start speaking life where there was none in my life. I started praising. Before my husband ever came, I started praying for him. And I started calling those things in. I started speaking that we would, be walk, that we would walk together in unity. That he would love me as Christ loved the church. And that he gave himself for me. And I just began to speak all those words before he ever came in. But you can't just stop before they come in. You can't just stop when you got them. You have to continue to pursue that love. You have to continue daily to walk in that love. You have to daily choose. What are you going to focus on? There's many ways to say it. What you focus on, you get more of. What you feed grows. 
well, what are you feeding? Are you feeding the love of God in your life? Because we come from a long line of experiences in our life that influences how we serve God. We either, some of us didn't have a father that showed us. Some of us didn't feel accepted or loved or whatever. And so we serve God from that viewpoint when we come in. And it takes a revelation of who God is to grow in our walk with him. It takes that revelation to grow in in our relationships with each other. Because we don't just know, I don't know Pastor Casey if I just meet him the first time. It takes continually connecting and, re, re, and revelations coming forth. Oh, I know this about him. Just like when you fell in love with your spouse, you didn't just love them overnight. It was a growing process. The more you knew about them, the more you loved them. And so the more you know about God, the more that your love grows. The more that you see God for who he really is instead of how you perceived him from your experiences. And when you think about your love for your spouse, the more you love your spouse, the more you give to your spouse, the more you give to your spouse. Well, Jesus is our husband, and the more that we love God, the more that we love our husband, the more that we're going to want to give to our husband, the more that we want to give to God. And it, it's, it's a relationship. The more that I love him, the more that I give to him. Because if I don't love God, I don't want to give. It's very hard to just give to someone that you don't love. If you don't like the person, it's like, really? You want me to give to them? I don't even like them. But the more that you love someone, the more that you want to give to them, the more that you want to help them, the more that you speak those words of love over them, the more that you praise them, the more that you just speak life into them. I wrote down the words of the song that we were singing earlier. And have you ever thought about the words? Because, I mean, I have occasionally. It says, I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you. Worship means to adore, to honor, to praise, to exalt. Same thing you do with your spouse. You adore them. You honor them. You praise them and exalt them. Because you see God in them. They are just like you are one with your husband and God. You, they are one with God. So whenever you're exalting them, you're exalting the God in them. You're exalting God. It says, oh, my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my king, in what you hear. We're, we hear. We are hearing people. Our faith comes when we, with, from what we hear. We... We grow by what we hear. 
So if all we're hearing is the negative and what we're doing wrong, we're not wanting to grow. I one of one day a few years ago we had a a meeting at school, and it said to to deal with children is to focus on what they're doing right, not focus on what they're doing wrong. Because the more that you focus on what they're doing right, the more they want to do right. So they're so used to hearing the wrong that they that they feed from that wrong. The next line says, um, let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. When we think about our relationship, whether it be with God or whether it be with a person, because it's, it's, we've heard it many, many times from different people. If it's that your relationship with God well, that your relationship with your with people around you mirror the relationship you have with God. So, if you're, if you, I have to say that I've never been good at relationships. I, I forget to call. I'm not very good at um, staying in contact, you know. And so, it's a it's a big thing for God to work in me regarding relationships because. It, can't say that I've ever had any really good ones in my life in the past because I've never really pursued them. Um, but we are hearing beings. Our faith comes by hearing. So the more that you speak those things to God, the more that you are pursuing that love for God. Because if I just said... Lynetta, you are such a blessing to me. I just love you. I love that I can always call on you when I need you. Doesn't that sound so much better? Doesn't that make her want to be there for me? God, we know that pursuit matters. Where, where are you pursuing? We're pursuing a relationship with God. We're pursuing that love of God. And the only way I know to do it is because I can't say that I've ever had a relationship with someone in the supernatural before, but the only way I know is to do it just like I would my husband. God, you are a blessing to me. God, you hear me when I cry out to you. You are always there for me. You are my provider and my protector. I can put my trust in you because you change not. And the more you do that, the more you just love on God and just thank God for for the little things that he does for you, the more that you remind him of the things that he's done for you in the past, you're really reminding yourself because God never changes. But we have to feed ourselves. We have to feed that love in ourselves because 
if we don't feed that, we're going to regress. We're going to go back to the old way, the old way of thinking. Because we're not feeding the life. We're not feeding the love. The relationship of God. We need to feed that relationship with God. They say that where you're... You can tell what's important to a person by where they put their money. Where are you putting your money? Are you putting your money in the things of the world? Are you putting your money in God? In the past, I have been incredibly selfish and self-centered, only focusing on what I need from God. But then God started working. He started changing my heart. The more I gave, the more he changed me. Because he had my heart, he, he saw what was important to me was God. Because you choose to put your money everywhere else. But God is so much more important. I remember one time I I usually just pay the bills first and then look at the money and I don't and I don't give an allowance, you know, to each one of us, but um this time I decided to. And when I released control over that money for him to go and do whatever he wanted to with that money, he chose to bless me. What I'm saying is when you when you give your tithe, you are giving to your husband. It's the same concept because he is your husband. You give to him. And then he chooses to bless you back. Tithing and relationship go hand in hand. Simply because when we have that love, we want to give. If I love you, if I care about you, I'm going to want to give to you. And how do we how do we grow in love? It's simply just pursuing it the way that you did with your with your spouse, with your with your friends, you know, just God, I thank you. I thank you for your love for me, God. I love you today. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you. And the more I just sit in its presence and just speak with him and he speaks with me and we just talk back and forth, the more I get to know the heart of God, the more I get to know my God. My God, because he's my God. He's, I'm in a relationship with him. He's not your God. He's my God. And it becomes personal. 
because I can't serve someone else's God. I can only serve my God. Just like you don't serve someone else's husband. You serve your husband. You serve your wife. You serve your who you're in a relationship with. In John 3.16 it says, God so loved the world that he gave. He loved the world. He loved us that he gave us. He gave to us. In John 15, 13, it says, Greater love has no man than this, except that he lay down his life for his friends. What's true in the natural is true in the spiritual. The same way that you have a relationship with your spouse is the same way that you have a relationship with your heavenly father, your husband. I want that love relationship with my father with my husband i want that so i i choose to feed that i choose to focus on that love i choose to gr pursue the relationship with god not for finances not for anything i can get for him but because some of us has never had a relationship in our life that has not left us. Some of us has been abused. Some of us has not known the love of a father. So when we pursue that love, he changes us. We don't we don't we don't pursue love to change him. We pursue that love so that he can change us. I don't tell my husband he's a blessing to me and that I love him so that I can change him. It's because I choose to pursue that love in our relationship. I choose not to focus on the little things, the disagreements. I wrote down unity. It's amazing you can't find nothing when you're looking for it. It says an undivided or unbroken completeness or totality with nothing wanting. Nothing wanting. And the opposite of unity is division. Separation. Disagreement. Discord. Independence. Or strife. In the relationship since we've gotten married, we occasionally have to push back the separation that tries to come in and bring separation. That strife that wants to come in, we have to choose to drive it out of our relationship. The same way with God. 
things will come to try to bring separation between us, between you and your father, between you and your husband. And you just have to choose to push it out and focus on all that he has done for you, just like you do in a natural relationship. Sometimes it's easier to understand what a word means by understanding what it is not. I can't walk in unity with the Father if I'm allowing everything to come in and bring separation. I can't allow, um, I can't walk with my Father in heaven if I am allowing strife to separate or if I'm choosing to be independent and do things my way. We, we talk a lot about stirring yourselves up. Stir yourselves up. Stir yourselves up in things of God. Stir yourselves up. Stir yourself up in love. It's not just going to happen overnight. You have to pursue it little by little. You didn't get married the next day after you met. You didn't you didn't choose I mean you might have chose to start talking to him and and getting to know him but you didn't just say hey let's get married now I just met you 3 seconds ago No the more that the, the more the revelations that come in your life the more that you will pursue you will know who the true God is the more revelations the more that God is revealed to you and his in all aspects. We talk so much about different aspects of God, but when we don't, don't focus on is our husband. He is our husband. We focus on he is our father. Yes. When you were talking just a minute ago about uh, the ties and you went on talking about relationship, um, there are just two things that popped into my head that I remember. And one was, I heard a preacher say one time, he's never seen anybody fall away from God who was paying their tithes and giving. He said, because you don't walk away from what you've invested your money in. Amen. And so, and then, and then my next thought was, is really where I think we're going with this understanding of relationship and and tithing is um, in the natural world, we can make an agreement all day long, but we don't have a, a binding agreement unless money gets exchanged. Right. That's why when you buy a house, you've got to put your earnest money down on the house. Shows you I'm not playing around with this relationship. I'm, I'm serious about us entering into a, a transaction in this relationship that we've started. And so... There, it's, it's talking about moving, I, I'm beginning, I'm just beginning to get that glimpse of that, of the, of that whole revelation there where there is something, there's something spiritually, there's something supernatural about the relation, about what happens in our relationship with God as we give because, because of that principle that, I can say I want God, I can say I like God, I can say I love God, but when I put some money on it, Amen. when I've given something of value, when I exchange value, and I've given something of myself to it, then I'm, 
committed then, and I can't just walk away from a relationship. I'm, I'm in it. Amen. Amen. I, I've heard um, that, I don't know exactly how to say this, but um, if it's one-sided relationship where one person is given the blessings and the other person is just taking that's not really a relationship. Relationship is when the two give all to each other. It's not 50-50. It's 100%, 100%. And so I wrote down worship is an act of honoring and praising and exalting. Whether it be your spouse or you're giving your offering you are honoring and exalting and praising your father, your God, your husband. You are exalting them. You're lifting them up. And I, I, I alluded it to it whenever I said that when I gave my husband money, he chose to turn around and he blessed me. But I gave to him. I gave to him out of love. I didn't give to him out of selfish reasons or I didn't give to him out of any other reason other than I just loved him and I wanted to give to him and I wanted to love God and give to God the same way and that's that's what I'm seeing is that it's parallel is that the offering is like given to your husband given to your spouse the more that you love him, the more that you go after the love, the more that you're want, going to want to just give to the Father, give to, the, to your husband, Jesus. And so whenever you come up here and you're just like, you're just throwing your praise upon the altar, you're just lavishing him with your praise and your, and your worship. When you give to your husband, Jesus. It's not just, oh, I'm just going up here to give my tithes because I don't want to be cursed. No, you come up here and you say, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you. And because I love you, I want to give to you. How much do you want, Lord? How much do you want today? How much do you want to, me to give to you today, God? And it's out of relationship. He may say $30. He may say $300. But either way, it's a relationship. God, what do you want me to give today? God, how do you want me to serve you today? How do you want me to praise you today? I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm showing you with my love. I'm showing you how I love you. Some of us are not used to just lavishing people with their love. And we got to work on that. We got to, we got to just start being 
pursuing that love in, in every relationship that we have. It's so easy to focus on, well, I remember when you did this. You're such a selfish person, I don't even want to be around you. It's, that's easy to think. But it says, think on these things that are pure and lovely and of good report. And so I choose to focus on that good and lovely thing. We could easily focus on what we're seeing in our lives and think that God is what we're seeing. But it's not lined up with the Word of God. It's just our experiences have clouded our vision of who God is. And so we have to change the way that we perceive God. We have to pursue that love, pursue that love with Him to begin to see Him with a new light. A lot of people think that you know, God only wants you, God wants your money. God wants your money. God wants your heart. He wants that relationship with you. He's not about your money. He wants to get money to you, but he's not wanting your money. He wants that relationship with you. He wants that heart. He wants you to serve him out of love. He wants you to give to him the way that you would give to another person, the way that you would give to your husband wholeheartedly. He wants the whole heart, not just part. I can't say that this came naturally for me. It took a long time to get this revelation because I'm, I was so used to being the opposite and just speaking what I saw with my eyes. It's taken a good two years, if not more. But I thank God that he showed me I just want to thank God today. And so I just want to just take a few minutes. I don't know how much time we got. Hmm? But just take time and just think about who God is to you. To praise God. To just love on God. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for your love for us, God. I thank you that you love me and that you gave yourself for me. I thank you that your love is shed abroad in my heart. I thank you, Lord, for each and every time that you took a stripe from me. I thank you for caring about me and loving me and protecting me and just bringing me up, God. I thank you for hearing me. 
I thank you for providing for me and protecting me, God. I thank you for being my right hand. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are my husband. You are a good, good husband, Lord. I thank you for your love for me, God. I thank you, Lord. I love you today, God. I love you this morning, Lord. I love you, Jesus. (laughs) I love you, God. I love you this morning. I love you, Lord. I love you, God. I want I look for ways to show my love to you, Jesus. I look for ways to show my love for you, Lord. It's not just idle words, God. It's a pure devotion to you, God. I exalt you, Jesus. I exalt you, Lord. I lift you up, Jesus. <laughs> I lift you up, Lord. You are my husband, Lord. You are my right hand. You are you are my comfort, my strength. In you I put my trust today, God. I thank you. I thank you for who you are to me, God. I thank you for lavishing your praise upon me. I thank you, Lord, for your love for me. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, that you wake me every morning, (laughs) that you are with me every night when I lay down. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your love today. I thank you, Jesus. (laughs) I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your love, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we give you praise, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you never leave me nor forsake me. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you never change. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you want only the best for me. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for being beside me in every situation, God. That you never leave me in the midst of the trial, God. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you today. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just, I'm, I'm loving this revelation on, how, on tithing. Um, I told Sister Rhonda yesterday at prayer, I said, I, um, I've never been more excited to pay my tithes than since we've started getting this revelation. Um, because I've never, it's not that I've ever not given it cheerfully or I've never given it begrudgingly. It, I, I'm happy to give my tithes because God's blessed me and I won't give him his part and I'm happy to do that. But as we've been getting this revelation on the relationship of it, what that, what that means to, about my relationship with God and how it's, 
out it's how it's born out of love and not obligation because even in all that I, I always saw ties as an obligation I would get my paycheck my mind has to go to you know there's ties and bills and they're not I kind of put them all in the same category you know what I mean <laughs> ties and bills and um, but it's to see the love that God has for us and the expression of love that those times are back to him and the connection of relationship that happens as we, as we give freely because we're not under the law anymore. Um, Taz is a, Taz is our, is one of the foundations of our relationship with God and, and to understand, to understand that has just been, um, and I'm just, I'm just getting it because we just started. Um, but to, to understand how much love is involved in that act of giving, that even when I'm sitting there and I feel, okay, I, I better give, I, I need to write a check for this amount, um, when they're taking up the offering, the, the expression of, of love in that, which I don't think I ever really discerned before, it was, um, to see, to see that side of it, it was. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy to give. I know God's going to bless me. But um, I know the law of sowing and reaping and all that stuff, and it's all wonderful. I'm excited about giving. But um, when I when I understand now the relationship that I'm forming with Him, and and how that opens the door to d- a deeper relationship with God, and through that relationship, I can. I can get, yeah, I can get a financial breakthrough, but I can also get anything else I need through that relationship with God. Is that right? Amen. 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 Yes, ma'am. Pastor Casey, I'm seeing how everything, because God is love, how everything should should be, our motivation should be that love, uh, given our ties, given to each other, loving one another. Because he is love. And I have never seen that before. Uh, the importance of walking in love in every area of, of our life. And I'm excited about getting that revelation. Amen. Amen. What I saw when you were talking, Sister Rhonda, about not having a relationship and not knowing how to really love and all of that we all deal with that in areas and I what I saw is the principle of God that he put forth in his word do one to others as you would have them do to do to you and what I saw was if I give to God my love freely and willingly and just just give it to him because he is God, then he's going to turn right around by his own law and give that back to me. Therefore, when I give my money to God freely, willingly, uh, with just excited, he's going to turn right around and give (laughs) it back to me. Not a motivating factor, but it is a principle. Yes, yes. It is a principle. It says you don't give up all these things and I don't give it back to you. It says give and it shall be given to you. The whole, um, it says do not be deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. You know, 
I even became careful about what I was saying whenever I'd be driving to work and people would fly past me while I was driving. And I'm like, you know, used to, I might think, I might hope that they'd get a ticket. But now I'm like, Lord, bless them and keep them safe. I said, because I don't want that to come back on me. You know, and the same measure that we, we give, it comes back. And so, you know, I choose to put the word in my mouth. I choose to focus on life and, and pray that life comes back to me. And so the same with love. When you give love, it comes back. You know, when you give out of love, it comes back to you many times more. Um, something that I saw uh, about the in tithing and the love in tithing and everything, I started thinking about when uh, <clears throat> in the Bible when it mentions uh, the little lady came in and just put her last bit in. And uh, and the people just looked at her like, oh, look how little and everything. And what what really resonated with me is that then Jesus said, what you don't understand is she gave everything that she had. And yes, I know that you know back then they were they were working under the law and everything and doing the tithing because that was the law. But even still, to give your last bit, that has to go above and beyond the law. That, that right there is showing love and devotion. Is that I know that no matter what, God is my provider. Even if I have nothing, he's still going to. Sister Rhonda, isn't that awesome? I'm just I'm loving this this series. Father, we just give you praise today, God. We thank you over we thank you for this revelation that's coming forth, God. We we pray over our service today, Father, that you just show up and you move in people's lives and give them an experience with you today, God. I just give you praise for it. As we give our tithes and offerings today, God, we ask that you allow us to discern where you're taking our relationship through that act of love for you, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen.